0: You're listening to the Jim Mint Podcast by GFNF. Your weekly breakdown of sports cards, hobby news, and everything in between. And everything in between. Here's your hosts, Jake and Nico.
1: Yo, what is going on, guys? Uh, welcome to another episode of Jim Mint by GFNF, episode three um it's just me nico and uh jake again what's going on jake
0: i'm good man how about you thanks for tuning in again guys
1: yeah how's uh how's your week going so far
0: pretty good we had a pretty good day today which definitely picked it up so overall pretty good
1: yeah let's uh let's jump right into it so um yeah over the past week we did see a i think it was last friday um we had a uh, kind of a shock. Fanatics drop, um, you know. They've they've been kind of notifying people um, of drops through their through their reps, which I think is part of their plan going forward. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that, but um, they did they did drop uh, Mosaic NBA Mega boxes. They were the first ones I think out of anyone to uh, to drop yeah, that online. That uh, so. Yeah, the the group hit pretty well on that. There's a lot of uh, it's it's near impossible to bot fanatics anyway, um, just because the, they they really don't sell that much, um, which is kind of weird to say. Um, cons- no, considering... but it gave
0: gave opportunity for all the members to have manual success. So it was it was definitely we saw a lot of success manually from a bunch of different members.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because they're going to be the juggernaut of the uh of the sports card industry. So, eh, we'll see what happens with that, but um. We yeah to figure out their
0: website that's what's gotta happen
1: yeah their website is kind of is kind of kind of garbage but uh I, I it's not it's not worse than top so I think they're already no. out of the game um <laughs> but yeah, so we did see uh we did see a Walmart drop today it was it was pretty underwhelming I guess for most people uh I mean obviously the main takeaway was uh mosaic basketball and mega boxes there. Uh, it's same price point as Fanatics, sixty dollars, which I think is gonna be the new norm for for mega boxes. Um, and uh we saw pretty good success for the two of us. Uh, yeah, we, we did. Yeah.
0: What I, do you think of the fact that Fanatics is not doing, at least so far this year, the Fanatics exclusive retail boxes?
1: I mean, they're everything's gonna be Fanatics exclusive, right? So, I, don't yeah, think I guess say. they're
0: trying to transition into, uh, away from. Target and Walmart and and separating them from Fanatics, I guess. It's always nice to have those Fanatics exclusive ones, you know, with the special parallels, but yeah, we're, we might be done with that.
1: Yeah. Actually, I was looking before it, just at some of the Prism football um, And those Prism football products are, are take, I mean, not just the Fanatics exclusive ones, but the Fanatics exclusive Prism football is like seriously taking off. Um, Yeah. I wonder why. (laughs) Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't remember which, parallels exclusive um in theirs i didn't i don't think i got any of those uh but yeah. they're i think they're, they're hypers yeah you might be right I, but the the prices i think closing in on $400 um for the mega box so whoa pretty yeah pretty crazy uh pretty crazy there but yeah i i just think since you know <laughs> they're going to be the one stop shop realistically i i don't think they're going to be relying on on uh you know Walmart and Target to to push product out, and I, I think they have the logistics in place to, to do that. So I think Fanatics exclusive, probably a thing in the past, um, and now everything's just Fanatics exclusive because it's the only place you're gonna be able to get cards.
0: So yeah, their reps. It seems like their reps are kind of stepping in with the phone calls, like their own little mini distribution network.
1: Yeah, one thing we didn't touch on, and I haven't seen it since that one time I mentioned it to you, um, those mystery packs. That they, oh yeah. That, that yeah, they were pushing. I think it kind of slid under the radar with a lot of people, but it must have been probably a month ago. Fanatics reached out, you know, via their reps um, to customers, saying like, "Hey, we have an exclusive drop coming." You know, everyone expected it to be an actual like retail product, and they hit everyone with like, I think it was like four or five different level mystery packs, like these repacks that you see people scamming. You know, not I I wouldn't say scamming, but it, it's more or less scamming. Um, you know, on like whatnot and uh, yeah. you know, Instagram right. with with these like garbage repacks. Um, but Fanatics, they told you up front what was in each level. They comped the prices out. I, I looked at a few and if you've ever looked at a slab on uh on, on Fanatics, you know that like their pricing is like two X usual usually what oh, like yeah. you know the
0: card actually sells for, so what are they know. doing for that? Because I know how MJ Holdings and Excel, which if you don't know, MJ Holdings is uh, Walmart and Meyers supplier while Excel is Target. Um, they used to, I what we heard was they would open unsold boxes and then piece out the cards and packs into the repacks. So I don't know if Fanatics is doing the same or, or oh, what's I, going on with that.
1: Yeah, I actually didn't know that. But it, it I mean, pack well, I don't think there was any packs in them. It was just strictly graded cards which i think is probably the best um the best move for them but um i i don't know i'm not a big repack guy i do i do dabble with like mystery boxes here and there but that's like cheap fun breaks Uh, you know mystery boxes where like you know you're going to get the value you know for what you're paying for with the chance of like some pretty good upside um
0: yeah i think the last mystery pack i bought was i went up to phil hughes booth at the national and bought one of his mystery slabs just so I could say hi to him and talk to him cuz I'm a fan. I actually got one last year. Uh I had my wife get me one for Christmas. Like
1: one of yeah, the baseball dude. ones. Um What did you pull out of it? I it was like a Connor Cannon Sapphire PSA 10 auto. It was a pop one. The I think the kid was like 25 first baseman. I,
0: <laughs> I got a I got a Wander Franco first paper Bowman 10. Oh how much what was he charging? I think it was 150 for the mystery pack <laughs> at the National. So I took a little bit of an L on that, but I got to shake his hand and meet him. So that was, it was worth the extra.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I mean, he's pretty upfront with it. I wouldn't say he's like scamming anyone. I don't think he's really going to need to uh, no, scam no. anyone out of money. But um,
0: he yeah. also has no incentive to put nothing but over $150 cards in $150 packs. There's no reason for him to lose money. True.
1: I mean, someone's going to have to take an L with with mystery packs but i don't know it was
0: me yeah was <laughs> in you. this
1: case it was me <laughs> i don't know i just i steer clear of it usually It just uh for someone that likes to rip boxes you would think like he'd be addicted to mystery packs and you know right i i, I saw some um someone posted on twitter like a, a pokemon one um i think it might have been one of our staff in cards density I, I don't know if he replied to someone or if he was posting about it uh it was yeah you ever see like those ebay ones where it's the picture is like some like two thousand dollar product and it's like a hundred dollar mystery pack and they' you know
0: it it's infuriating yeah it's
1: like oh there's a hundred hundred <laughs> chances to like no one knows i don't even know why ebay allows those i, I thought they they stopped any sort of like gambling type um because it's what it is i mean it's just gambling uh any gambling type listings but like they do with i know they do with like with sneaker mystery boxes they 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 usually take those down. So, but I, I guess it's a way well, to get around the eBay algorithm.
0: They're misleading too, because you see a picture of a PSA ten Patrick Mahomes rookie, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's the most bucks, one. I want that." Yeah, I think that's and, the most. Uh,
1: one, for
0: sure. You got a one in ten thousand chance. The chances are you're going to pull five ungraded base cards, but it is what it yeah. is. Well, have you seen
1: the um those Walgreens boxes? Those were going around on Twitter um this week. I don't know if you saw some kid pulled a. Uh, the Justin Herbert yeah the Herbert out of five select auto. Yeah. and then people yeah. were going crazy for these like they're f- I've bought them, I've bought them before and they're usually it's usually just garbage in there there's like either some it's like always
0: garbage I, I don't think do you think he actually pulled that
1: out of there I mean a lot of people bought the boxes and pulled select packs and I mean I, I don't see why I don't see why he couldn't have the weird thing about that specific card that he pulled, though, is I, I did see someone else pull that same card and it was like it was really damaged on the back. So I don't know if they knew which boxes, um, you know, these cards are in uh, to, to be able to kind of like, ah, we'll just throw this in like this, like mystery box thing. But I know it was like it's like pretty it had like F1 type edge damage on it. Um, so I don't know. But a lot of people were I buying them. The, the picture stopped. I
0: saw was. Yeah, the picture I saw was fishy. It just it had everything from the box neatly in the picture, like "Hey guys, I definitely pulled this out of this box" kind of thing. Yeah, and that uh, obviously just triggers FOMO in everyone, right? Everyone's running out trying to find those Walgreens boxes. Now. It, yeah, but it also does
1: create some good content. I saw, I did see some dude pull, um, or he bought. Uh, I think there was one of the ones with like the Brady rookie, uh, you know, that you could pull, and I guess he had one, so he he kind of just. uh you know, it was toying with people on Twitter that that he pulled yeah, a uh, a Bowman Chrome Brady out of out of like a ten dollar mystery box, but oh no, yeah. So, um, yeah, but uh, did you did you have any luck this week with the PSA uh, economy event?
0: I did not, um, but not for lack of trying. I got assigned a really high number. I think I, I have we narrowed down what we think. Are they letting about three thousand? Is that what we're thinking?
1: yeah 2500 to 3000 i think is is the sweet spot um this one i'm not sure what this one was it might have been more because this uh, these events were only two there's only two events uh as opposed to last time uh we we saw three i didn't i didn't get in on this one i was like eight eight or nine thousand i think actually my number dropped at one point like i was like seven thousand. then i looked away i came back and i was like 9k
0: um. Yeah, I got right right over the five thousand mark. I let it run out, but I knew I wasn't getting through. I I could have sworn I
1: saw someone mention that they were looking looking into it for tampering, or, or I don't know if there's any le- like legitimacy to that. Um, like people botting the website, or
0: yeah, or what do you
1: mean? Uh, maybe, maybe they maybe they were talking about the whole package thing, which actually might be might be good to talk about because you know we have a couple of people shout we out know. Slump. Yeah, shout out to slump. <laughs> so. This is the dumbest tweet ever. So they tweet, package tamperings on the rise and PSA is doing our part to protect customers by closely inspecting incoming packages. Now, this this is the third... Slumped was the third person that I knew that had this issue. First, mm-hmm. my my one buddy, he sent a Marcello Mayer Auto and the tape was loose. So they sent it back. And PSA is good. They send you pictures of, of why they're, they're not accepting it. And then someone else I know on Twitter, he got his rejected because he taped it too much, which I, what? I swear to God, he he got the pictures back and they said, yeah, you put too much tape on the box. And then, uh,
0: slumped, you, my tape sponsor cut uh, it open. Yeah.
1: I don't know, dude. And then slumped, uh, he didn't put enough tape or like his tape wasn't sticky enough. So it, it wasn't like completely sealed, but moral of the story is I, I responded to them and said, why don't you want to This is like, I don't know. It makes me feel like I'm a genius or something. How about a more discreet shipping address than PSA? Like, you make it so obvious mm-hmm. that you are shipping to PSA. If if you know, one Which of these... is weird
0: because they don't ship back from PSA. If you notice, it says CU for Collector's Universe.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, I don't understand why they don't have some sort of rotating um, address or, or something. It's not even the address. It's the name on the address to To kind of like, you know, take, take away from the fact that there could be five, six figure cards in the, in the package, you know, because obviously they, they don't know what's in it. And like these, these, these people that are doing this one scummy, don't do mm-hmm. that. Uh, yep. two, they could be ripping open something with like $20 cards in it, you know, a, committing a federal crime. Um, just write high
0: dollar valuables on the outside of the box yeah. at that point.
1: Well yeah, you have to put the you have to put the the barcode on the outside of the box and you're shipping the PSA. And they most people tell you to write what service level as well on the outside of the package. So, it's just screaming like rip me open. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I they they've had like so much drama going on recently with PSA. I I don't see how this could couldn't be solved with like just a simple address change. Um, Well,
0: who's gonna who's gonna battle PSA against their word anyway? So my thought was, for our friend Slump's case, why not just cut it open and verify that the cards in there are the cards that were logged? Because you got to put the log sheet in with the cards,
1: yeah. Instead of wasting the time to
0: ship it all the way back across the country, and then you know it seems like they're making more work for themselves and more hassle for the customers. But I mean, they are, but like at the same time, like they're protecting themselves,
1: Um, but. I also think that I actually saw this in in a cash out group uh, with GPUs. Like some dude was was claiming that they damaged his boxes because they didn't want you know they weren't accepting them, and they straight up like kicked the dude or called him out, and then posted a video of their their receiving department opening the box, and like you could see the package is sealed. They open it, they take out the graphics cards, and like the boxes are completely demolished like in the package. So. Like no package material or anything, so I mean you have to imagine they have cameras, so yeah, you know definitely. i yeah, I could see I could see that being a resolution too, but I think they're more concerned about just pumping cards out um and, and you know catching up on the backlog, so we'll
0: you have see. to assume they have a quite a few new employees as well that are on a little bit of a learning curve starting out,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely and and just trying to expand too um so. Yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see. But uh, what do you, what do you think about uh, just with with whole shipping and everything with eBay's authentication guarantee for sports cards? So if yeah. you, you want to touch so, on
0: that, yeah, my my I read up on it a little bit. My interpretation of it, for to start out, it looks like there's no grade graded cards are not included, autograph and patch cards are not included. So basically, it's a single sale. Of a non graded card over the price of seven hundred and fifty is that how you read it? yeah,
1: yep, as of now it's seven fifty i I don't think you have a choice either as a seller to
0: yeah to not use it, which is fine I mean, I don't know a ton of cards that are moving non auto non patch and ungraded for more than seven fifty i mean there's there's definitely some, but it's rarer um most of the bigger cards that are worth that kind of money people are grading but I know they, they did mention that they're trying to get the number down to two hundred and fifty by the summer, and also open up for graded cards as well as patches and autos. Yeah, I, that's what they did with shoes, right? I mean, this this is, this is this is essentially what they did with sneakers for a while.
1: Yeah, it's just it's StockX pretty much, but for but for raw cards. Um, so I, the thing that scares me is one now you have it in the mail longer, uh, so. You know, you have to ship to the authenticator, then the authenticator has to ship to you. Two. Uh, who who is doing this authentication? Like, I guess you know what level. I, I guess same with sneakers, but what level of credibility does this person have? Uh, so, so that's another thing
0: I read. It's CSG. It's CSG and CGC. Oh, okay, it's the that two one, secondary grading companies that are that are doing it now. Those are not known. They're not known as the leaders for sports cards, but they are reputable grading companies. So I think that I agree with you. That it takes longer in the mail. It's another step in the process. Do you know the return? Stuff like can buyers after it's authenticated, is it similar with shoes, no return, stuff like that, or are they still allowing a return window once it reaches its destination?
1: I mean, it's just authenticated. I don't see why you couldn't return it. Like if it's not as described or anything, I I'm pretty sure that still that still stands. So
0: Okay, so they're just saying this is a real car, this isn't fake.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and funny <laughs> funny story, I'm not gonna call them out because they'll get mad at me. But someone I know is <laughs> so funny. All right. After after like Brady announced his retirement or whatever, like obviously like Brady cards like went crazy. And and uh, my one buddy bought a Brady, it was like a score rookie, like out of fifty, and it was on bids and it was like at a thousand dollars. And it's like, dude, what Brady rookie out of 50 is doing $1,000? Like, that's that's got to be, like, a five-figure card, right? Poorly right. poorly titled, like, everything. So, you know, you figure, okay, this dude just didn't know what he was listing. And my other buddy comes in and is like, dude, that's, like, one of the most common, like, reprinted cards, like, ever. And find a bunch of listings, like, a bunch of sales. And it was jersey number. So it was jersey number Brady oh, out of no. 50. But it but it had authentication guarantees. So it's it's they paid for it and it's on the way to the authenticator. I haven't heard yet. So I have to imagine it's gonna get denied. Uh unless they somehow found the, the one number twelve uh Tom Brady uh score. That right is
0: undervalued time. by ninety percent.
1: Yeah. So we'll <laughs> yeah. see what happens with that. But I
0: Good luck, whoever you
1: are. A little bearish on that. So um There we go. Yeah, we'll see.
0: Um Let's talk a little bit about how the market's moving with uh, the different types of sports cards. Because I've noticed I was playing, I was spending some time, if you guys haven't heard, of Market Movers by uh, Sports Card Investor. It's a great tool. It's really cool to be able to track how cards are trending over. You get to pick the period of time, what kind of card, how it's graded. Totally customizable. Um, we got the football playoffs coming to a head here in two weeks, a little under two weeks. Uh, we got baseball starting up with, spring training here in a little over a month and we have basketball right in the middle. Um I seem to think that football's gonna reach its peak here in another week or so and, and start to taper down and I think now is as good a time as ever to load up on some last minute baseball. What do you think?
1: Yeah, baseball's getting a little crazy. I've been picking I've been picking a few things up to try to grade and uh some of the prices are getting are getting nuts. Obviously yeah, the, the the football stuff. I mean, Joey B's, like, the hottest thing right now. Uh, you know, I was talking to you last night about um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Prism football prices, and we talked a little earlier about that. Like, I have a hobby box, and I figured they were, like, pretty flat around 1500 for Prism hobby box. And I went and looked last night, and, like, one sold for 2500 bucks. So, it's crazy. Wow. Like, it's crazy what some of this product is doing. Um, baseball, yeah, I mean... the the, the big guys are still selling well uh actually speaking of baseball investment did you happen to see the bleacher report article today on 10 names that you should be investing in
0: in baseball i saw i did not read it
1: all right hold on let me i gotta pull it up hold on
0: (laughs) yeah i'd like to hear this while you're doing that did you see the article about the lady who was remodeling her house and found 1600 cards glued to the wall under underneath the what? drywall
1: no I didn't see that
0: they were all 70s and 80s cards none of them were super valuable but someone had glued took it take the time to glue 1600 individuals 1970s and 80s baseball cards to the inside of the drywall so she was pulling off the drywall remodeling found it, it was crazy I saw some pictures is wild was there anything good Nothing major, but imagine if I mean, First of all, imagine finding something major like nineteen fifty-two mantles, and then someone glued them to the wall. I mean,
1: I, it's probably. I mean, people put it, you know, in their in their spoke of their of their bike. So I, honestly, I wouldn't put it past anyone to,
0: you know, that's true. Glue a fifty-two mantle <laughs> to the wall. Um, I'm
1: trying to. The find... other
0: one. I got another story while you while you find that one. Uh, did you hear about the guy that's suing his mom over baseball cards? Oh, I I saw it briefly. I didn't really look into it. Uh, <laughs> this is not this is not a young man either. This is yeah. He didn't look. Young. I read, he's he's in his fifties and he's suing his eighty year old mom for withholding baseball cards that he collected with his dad when they were young, that are super old, and apparently she doesn't want him to sell them. Um, now this could be a very biased story. I only read it on one source, but basically he's suing his mom to get control over some valuable baseball cards that him and his dad collected back in the day. Um, so just you know, right after the holidays, good time to open up a lawsuit against your mom. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I, I got the article. So before I before I go through some of the names, I'm just gonna read you this little this little excerpt from it and. I think you'll know how the rest of the article is going to go. Rising superstars like Vlad Jr., Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis Jr., Ronald Acuna are the hottest names on the market, while Mike Trout continues to command a premium as he carves his path to all-time greatness. However, given how expensive their cards already are, those players don't necessarily make for good investments. So don't invest in good players. (laughs) Okay? So instead... Strong strong start. Yeah, so instead, (laughs) invest in these players. Oh Nick boy. Nick Allen, the shortstop for the athletics. Okay. Oh, boy. Ben Attendi, who has stunk. Eh. For, he's yep. just an average player. Connor Joe. going to be honest, never heard of Connor Joe. Who is she? Yeah. He was a first-round pick, but he's an outfielder on the Rockies. Michael Lorenzen, who is a pitcher outfielder on the Angels.
0: Luis, we know how well pitchers,
1: though. Hope <laughs> Luis Medina, who's a pitcher on the Yankees. Oh, my Darren Ruff, who's also first baseman. I mean, first bases usually don't sell that well on the Giants. Lane Thomas wow. on the Nationals. This one I don't hate because one of my buddies, he he went to the same school as him, and he's kind of a beast. Dalton Varsho. He was a rookie I like last Dalton year. Dalton yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, catcher outfielder on, on Diamondbacks. the uh, Diamondbacks. He's actually pretty good. Got has some serious pop. Um, oh, and then he gave some, some oldies. So you got Carlos Beltran and uh, Scott Rowland. So
0: so Carlos Beltran, I don't hate just because I think he'll be – he'll definitely be leading the list next year for Hall of Fame. Yeah. Whether he should or not is another conversation, but we talked about that last week. Um, basically what that article saying is invest in people that you can afford because their cards are worth nothing as opposed to investing in blue chips because their prices are higher than what you should be spending. I mean, is that basically the gist of that?
1: Yeah, I guess. I've, I've been seeing a lot of um, Pujols purchases lately. A lot of people are, are loading up on some Pujols, which uh, I I, I don't I, hate that. I think I saw someone tweet, like, is is Pujols a Hall of Famer? I was like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> he had, like, one of, like, the yeah, most Pujols insane... Is not like 10-year tears as a hitter, like ever, ever. Dude was an absolute beast.
0: Never never got in trouble. He was a good person. He was a great ball player. Yeah, yeah, I I would think so. Not that being a good person necessarily gets you into the Hall of Fame, but I I think investing in pitchers that have a super hard time. I mean, the the highest, most expensive quality pitcher card out there is Nolan Ryan's rookie, and – even that doesn't even come close to competing with some of the bigger cards of even current players.
1: Exactly. I don't know. So this this poor guy that was um, that was that put this article out. He's getting blasted a little bit. There were some people that you know saying like, "Hey, love that you guys are trying to push this stuff," but man, you you gotta rethink this, or or do you want to talk and and go through, you know, why <laughs> this isn't the right the right stuff to put out? So I don't know. A quick oh, glance boy. over it names didn't seem that promising but moral of the story is do not invest in good players because it can't possibly go up anymore solid um, yes yeah, so yeah tell that to the tom brady market a, a year ago oh, boy. um
0: but <laughs> well speaking of tom brady let's uh let's talk about some sports uh, there, it wasn't a, i mean it, there was some cool stuff in the hobby this last week but not near as much drama juicy drama that we've had the last two weeks yeah um but there's a lot of stuff going on in just sports world in general. We had some – let's start out. We had some wild NFL divisional championships this weekend, which was a lot of fun to watch. Did you watch any of them?
1: Uh, Yeah. My, I mean, dude, the way the Chiefs came out I, did not look like they were going to be stopped. I mean, absolutely just For marched sure. down the field, three touchdowns. Like, Mahomes looked locked in, and they just, like, took their foot off the gas. Uh, yep. I, Dude, I, I – there was a lot of questionable plays by Mahomes in the pocket, trying to dance around, you know, running a hundred yards to, to gain nothing, taking terrible terrible sacks. Um, but man, yeah. you got to you got to give credit to the Bengals; like they absolutely yeah. look locked in, and uh, I'll be rooting for them in the in the uh, Super Bowl.
0: Definitely, how can you not root for Joey B? I mean, Joe Burrow is calm, cool, collected, solid. I mean, I like that. He's playing with two guys he went to college with. I, I, I just like that team a lot. The other thing I like a lot, and part of this, I have some friends out in Michigan, some family out in Michigan that are diehard Lions fans. And to, for them to watch Matt Stafford move out and move on and move up is pretty hysterical. And the other thing that riles them up is their their current quarterback, Jared Goff, was in the Super Bowl himself with L.A. four years ago. So they've had their only two quarterbacks that they've had for their team in the last, what, 15 years now have are both playing for Super Bowls.
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, but, yeah. man, I I just – Matt Stafford, I can't trust him. I, I think he, he – he, once he throws a pick, I feel like that dude is just – like his brain kind of goes to mush. Uh, yeah. He gets real conservative, and he – I don't know, he just doesn't seem as, he's as aggressive as – as he is before, before throwing a pick, which I guess some, some guys are, but um, I don't know. We'll, well see. You know, McVay is be a, a sharp mind, man. And, and mm-hmm. uh, he, you know, he can, he can muster stuff together. He, he did make some questionable decisions on the last game, but uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens there.
0: He's got a uh, photogenic memory. Did you know that? Oh, so really? Got, I, I saw a video of him and this was during preseason this year. I believe uh, they were, at, you know, at camp, and one of the reporters was asking him, "Hey, you know, I heard that you can remember basically every play that you've ran, you know, yeah. in different scenarios." So they started quizzing. They said, "Okay, 2014, week seven, you're at Denver, it's third and eleven, tie game, you know, two minutes left in the fourth quarter." Goes, oh yeah, it's a wheel route down the sideline. And he remembers the exact play, which is wild. So I think he's a pretty. He's obviously super young. It's I found it both coaches really, right? We found out that Tom Brady's older than both head coaches coaching in the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. It's it's actually insane. Actually insane.
0: Yeah. So anyway, that's cool. But um speaking of Tom Brady, obviously we mentioned earlier the big news that he kind of retired and then actually retired. Yeah, well I think he was just pissed
1: that Schefter like blew up his spot, but like it's his, it's Schefter's job to, yeah. to like break the news and like that's what he's known for, so but, yeah, he went out on his, uh, via Twitter, didn't say really anything about the Patriots, which, like, I guess was I mean, weird for some people. people yeah, some people weirded out by it. But, like, at the same time, like, he said his thanks to the Patriots already, and he's been on the Bucks for the past two years. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just because I'm not a, a Patriots homer, I don't really feel any way about it. But, yeah, I mean... I'm sure a lot yeah, of Jets we don't, fans, we don't know Bills fans are, are happy this this day has come. Even though he's not in their division anymore, I'm sure they're happy to see right. he's gone. Uh, but yep. yeah, I mean, what a I, what a career! Yeah, should have seen what his retirement cards he
0: deserves. It. Yeah, yeah, I, it's I, we have some guys in the in the group um, definitely invested in Tom Brady cards. I saw it in the chats and stuff like that that people were buying some pretty nice Bradys to stick away for the Hall of Fame induction. So. It's a good call there. His cards, I'm sure, will continue to hold their value, at least, if not rise.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Um, but some other NFL news. We we saw Brian Flores, who was the, the coach of the Dolphins, ex-coach of the Dolphins, mm-hmm. uh, ha- has sued the NFL. Um, so do you want to you touch a little bit on that?
0: Yeah. So basically, he's suing the NFL over the fact that he – so he he got – removed as the Dolphins head coach and was going to interview for the Giants head coach position. And he got a text from Bill Belichick either the day before or a couple days before his scheduled interview saying, uh, congrats, man, I heard that they're going to go with you. And he goes, where did you hear that? You know, that's, that's great news. And basically there were screenshots of the text shown basically Bill Belichick just wishing congratulations and, you know, you're going to get the job. Well, it was meant for someone else. I forget the guy's name that actually got well, the head coach. Brian position. Dabble. Yeah, good old Billy B sent it not, to the wrong Not person. to interrupt
1: real quick. Did you see yeah. the picture of Dabble at his desk?
0: Yeah, I did. <laughs> he
1: looks so uncomfortable in a suit. Like Yeah. Like yep. I, I'm not a big suit guy, but like this dude looked like he was like trying to suck for some air like he was yeah. like reaching yeah. for a breath and like yeah. I don't know what they did or what kind of suit or tailor he's got but yeah sorry sorry to interview I just, no,
0: the,
1: I just thought I, it was hilarious so
0: anyway he's using the Rooney what's called the Rooney rule as the basis for his argument which the Rooney rule is implemented by the NFL whether you agree or not that basically says no matter what an NFL team hiring for a head coach or a coach um, with a coordinator position so Offensive coordinator, defense coordinator, special teams coordinator—they have to hire. They have to at least entertain an interview from one outside the organization, uh, person of color. And uh, basically, he's saying I didn't get a fair shake. This was just a Rooney Rule interview. They already had, you know, and basically using that as his basis. We won't get into the politics of it or anything like that. What well, you know, make your own decision. But that's the basis for his lawsuit. Whether or not anything comes of it. I guess we'll see in the next couple of weeks. We'll definitely, we'll definitely keep an eye on that and bring it back up.
1: Yeah. the the Belichick text where, I mean, it was kind of funny because like he texts him and Flores oh. responded. Thanks coach. Like, you know, that's awesome. And then like at the end he's, he responds with thanks bill. Like he just, he, you know, it's like the okay versus K response. Yeah, right. Uh, right. Right. So yeah, it's bill Belichick, man. What What a guy. But like, hey, you're on
0: some sort of status at least having Bill Belichick in your cell phone. True, but
1: yeah, I guess that's a kind of how I. I don't know if that's how I expected text from Bill Belichick to go. I don't know if you had right. any like thoughts about how it would go. But I mean, I've dreamt about it, but other than that, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me just text him right now. I'll just I'll shoot him a text and see how it goes.
0: Yeah, let me know. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, so shift gears a little bit to um, baseball. Is that cool? Definitely. Yeah. So we obviously still don't have a CBA for you know between the Players Association and the MLB. So still kind of a little bit out of at a stalemate here with the Players Association and the league. Um, Jake, you want to touch a little bit on some of the details where where we're at with that?
0: Well, they haven't released much details other than obviously they're renegotiating the base contracts. They're one of the big things is. Obviously, the um, service time rule, right? Which we've seen affect a lot of different players, one of which being my guy, Chris Bryant. Obviously, I was a fan of the rule that gave him an extra year with us, but uh, that's the Players Association is basically trying to get rid of that where teams can keep you down for X number of games to start the year, and basically it kicks your service time back and they get you under contract, under your rookie contract for an extra year. So that's that's going to be the main player in this argument back and forth. Um, obviously, there's going to be salary, and contract negotiation stuff. But rumor has it the last meeting did not go well, and they are nowhere close to a deal.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. It doesn't look like we're going to get baseball on time here. But I think everyone knew that was going to be the the, the big player in the game. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of top prospects on the cusp of coming up. It, I mean, it happened with Kalenic last year. I'm um, pretty sure they kept him down for a decent amount, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and then brought him up. And, you know, we got J-Rod on, on the horizon. Interested to see what happens with Bobby Witt Jr. Um, is he going to be up right away at the Rushman? So a lot of big names, um, you know, out there ready to come up to the league. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye on, on what's going on with that. But doesn't look very promising yet. Um, so, Yeah, and and in a little bit less, I guess, interesting news, Um, we got Harbaugh uh, interviewing for for the Vikings job, which I'm pretty sure was, like, all but kind of confirmed that he's taking that. Um,
0: Yeah, I I actually heard a rumor this morning that it's going to be a last-minute decision that he's going to take the Miami job, but...
1: I mean, I would live in Miami before Minnesota.
0: I mean... Which yeah, like? location-wise, uh, I think, <laughs> think Minnesota is probably a little bit closer offensively to competing. Yeah, but like – But I uh, would like to coach Tua. I think coaching Tua would be cool.
1: Yeah, but like, you know, football aside, the weather. Yeah, who wants to live in Minnesota? I don't know. I not want to live in Minnesota. So, Plus um, it's the Vikings. Yeah, it's the Vikings. Uh, the Broncos uh, are for sale. Uh, mm-hmm. $3.75 billion valuation. Um, so I think just Jake and of, I
0: just out of our reach. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think we're close to scrapping together. Um, I think a few more mosaic mega boxes that we could flip. Um, yeah, we might. I be think in we're coming right around three.
0: Yeah, three yeah, four. yeah,
1: yeah. we will pre- Yep, yep. I agree. Right this sweet but... Um, and then we could possibly play the new Washington team, the Washington Commanders.
0: So oh, man, yes, the Washington football team changed their team name to the Washington I, Commanders. I like the football team more. I, I think everybody likes the football team. Yeah, I don't right. know how they settled that. Did they have like a fan vote on that or they just said, Hey, we're the commanders now.
1: I doubt it. I think they, they just, they just rolled to the commanders and that was it. So I don't know. Yikes. Man. Yeah, yeah. Sorry.
0: Washington fans.
1: Yep. Um, yep. As a Cowboys fan don't really care. Kind of glad their name sucks. So, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah but you get. Me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, I won't get into it. Uh, so, upcoming drops here. Um, Mosaic football retail has got to be on the horizon. Uh, I don't think we see Target this week. Uh, no, well, we, well, this have, we have inside week, sources.
0: But... We do have inside sources that we won't name, but that state that they should hit Walmart shelves, at least in some reason, uh, regions, at the end of this week in-store.
1: Yeah, so we know that Blasters have hit stores specifically i think it was an nfl store in in vegas um but yeah so hopefully we see walmart in store this week online next week uh and and Mm -hmm. yeah and then we have um formula one i believe is the 11th um that's the the slated date which is next friday so that's that's the official release date that's the paper product i think they're supposed to be blasters um which would be interesting to see
0: there was last year, wasn't there? Or was there no. supposed to be last year and there never was? No, no, I know was. they had the product page. They had the product page up on Walmart for a couple weeks last year, but uh, yeah, nothing ever came from it.
1: Yeah. We'll see. Probably a bad move. I, I think I would hate that if they're going to do it, do it with the paper product. Don't do it with it. Yeah. With don't Chrome.
0: do it with Chrome or anything. Yeah, please. Yeah, right?
1: uh, so we'll see, but we'll be keeping an eye on that. And then, and we got series one baseball, which got pushed back, uh, to the 16th. And, uh, we did get the checklist, shockingly, early. Uh, and, yeah, so we got- What's l- your
0: thoughts on it. You, so you you combed through it, didn't you?
1: Yeah. I mean, the only two names that popped out to me were, were obviously Wander Franco and, and Jaron Duran. Um, it's
0: like a 40-page yeah. checklist. Uh, and there's not a ton. I mean, so what this feels like to me, and, and tell me if you think differently, but- it feels a lot like last uh, twenty twenty series too, where Lou Bob basically carried the whole product, and it was Lou Bob or bust.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people think higher of Wander than they do Lou Bob. Who, you know, just just from a right. age and what and I'm saying is,
0: there's one rookie in there that you're going for, and I mean, there's dude, a lot see, of pitcher rookies.
1: Yeah, we I mean we see one player carry products before, so. I think if there's anyone with the name and stardom to do it, it's it's definitely Wanda Franco. But I mean, Jaron Duran's got a chance to put it back together and and you know do something in the league. So it'll be a good one right. if you're doing breaks and stuff. Maybe try to slip in on Boston. I don't know if everyone's. I, I mean, I should, I'm assuming the breakers are are honed in <laughs> that he's in there, but you uh, might be able. To yeah,
0: the big market teams always always sell for a little bit higher anyway.
1: Yeah, so. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the big stuff there and then uh a couple high dollar sales. So the ones that's that stuck out to me. Uh
0: yeah, well, there's one that's in the top 3 that is not one of the big four sports. So,
1: yeah, so I I don't want my wife to hear me say this. I'm a little bit of a tennis fan mostly because my wife is uh, was a tennis superstar in in uh high school and and college. So, shout out to her. You were, huh? Oh, no, no, she no, no, not me, dude. No, no, not me. Her um but we we saw a 2003 net pro glossy so think of it as like i don't know like a rainbow foil or, or chrome version yeah.
0: yep uh That's Ser-
1: serena williams uh psa 10 sell for sixty five thousand. and there actually was wow. there was there was one more uh there was it's from i think it's from a sports illustrated it, it was like one of those per you see those perforated sheets
0: yeah um, where you tear them off yourself yeah, yeah
1: so there was a psa 10 serena from that that i think did a hundred and fifteen thousand. um
0: wow yeah
1: and uh yeah so that's
0: pretty impressive getting a psa 10 on a on a perforated sheet that you have to take the card out yourself
1: yeah i know someone just sent my boy ronnie a unperfor like a, a sheet that hasn't been ripped yet for him to to rip and grade the card um uh, Danger. <laughs> so, I'm sure we have a little mess call before that and then and then go at it. Um But, yes, a couple other ones. I mean, F1, a, a Lewis Hamilton gold sapphire out of 50, 90,000. So, Ooh. his stuff is, I mean, I've been looking at some of his stuff, dude. It's it's starting to take off. Um The yeah, other guys I mean, we're are right around are, the corner, right? Yeah. The other guys are still sitting kind of stagnant, like for stopping and, and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he's starting to he's starting to go up, so if you're looking to buy, it's you better start now. Um, <laughs> Do it now, yeah, because we we got the we got the races coming soon. So
0: here's a couple here's a couple that went back to that ridiculous article that told you not to invest in these guys, but <laughs> uh, a 2017 Bowman Chrome Orange Refractor Auto out of 25 for Ronald Acuna Jr. and a BGS nine and a half sold for 62,000 this week, um, and then. A counterpart, same uh, same rookie year, 2016. Bowman Chrome, Juan Soto, gold out of 50 auto, in the nine and a half sold for 56k. So Which definitely don't taking? invest in guys. I, I'm a big Soto fan. I, I would take the Soto. I think he's a. Oh, I mean Acuna's is obviously a World Series champion now, even though he's hurt. Um, he's coming back from an injured year, so he'll definitely have some rebound pricing and stuff. But I just think Juan Soto is the most undervalued. Uh, I shouldn't say undervalued because look at his cards are going for 56. Yeah. Maybe that's not the right <laughs> yeah. word. Um, Juan Soto is the most underappreciated big name talent in the MLB. He's 24 years old, just turned 24 and he's got a world series title. Uh, he's been runner up twice in MVP voting. The dude's an absolute stud.
1: Yeah. I he, he almost made a push last year coming back. Um, yeah. He, I mean, their team was playing poorly. People thought he was playing poorly because he was not, lifting the baseball out of the park, but he was still his on base percentage was just absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, it's wild. So I, uh, yeah, I agree. I'm a Soto guy. Acuna, excellent player. Injuries scare the hell out of me. I know people come back from stuff, but still, mm-hmm. still, still scares me. Uh,
0: I, uh I find it wild. This next one, obviously with everything going on in the NFL, it shows you that cars are reactionary. The market's reactionary to everything going on in sports. But a 2020 National Treasures Joe Burrow RPA, which I believe another one of these was on our list last week. This one is ungraded. Sold was, it for true... 000. was it the true fifty five thousand. Was it the true RPA? True. Yep. Yeah, okay. Out of 10. I mean... Out of 10, and it sold for 55 grand ungraded. I think it seems
1: right, honestly. Like a lot of his stuff has been moving for crazy numbers. So if you got, I mean, 50, I feel like 50,000 is not bad, uh, for, for an out of 10, uh, national treasures. It's probably cooked. Uh, Who are you taking?
0: If you, if you could get an out of 10 RPA right now to hold for 10 years, you taking a Joe Burrow one or are you taking a, uh, Herbie? Probably Herbert. See, I I'm taking Joe Burrow. I, I it was it was easy to get away from it was easy to get away from Burrow yeah. uh, last year cuz he got hurt and he Herbert did so well but Joe Burrow has proven that hey I was the number 1 pick like or not the number 1 but I, I was drafted first this this year that offense is so dangerous and I don't see it getting any worse anytime soon.
1: No, I agree. I think it's I think it's really really close. Uh the in, the injury thing doesn't really scare me at all. Uh I I just think no. The the Chargers should not have missed the playoffs. Like they had so many questionable coaching decisions, and no, I know. I don't think they didn't make it because of Herbert's play at all. Um, you know, he he made a lot of the receivers really shine. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting duel to to you know have those two going at it. Uh, you know, over the over the next few years. Yeah. So
0: good for football. Watching someone like Brady, you know, Brady's leaving, but there's plenty of talent in the NFL to grow and yeah, kind of pick up the mantle a little bit.
1: Yeah uh speaking of let me finish out with one of my guys your guy uh yeah yeah so there's a 51 bowman mantle uh psa 5 for thirty-five thousand. been a slow uptick in the vintage market um with the mantle stuff i I watch it pretty closely uh i that market just just never slows down dude i that's why i you know i've been buying so much of it it just there's always buyers uh like always always buyers and, and maybe it's a lot of the older guys but um what do older guys have money so they're always buying uh so it's pretty easy to yep. move stuff yep. if you're if you need to so um but uh
0: this one this one would not have met people I known uh, nico has quite the collection of of mantles that he's been racking up and this one i i looked at it the the $35,000 one I yeah. don't think it quite hit your standards for centering. Is I think it, like, a majority of them Yeah, it's pretty it's it's one of those thick on the ends and the sides yeah. are, are real thin. Yeah, give me
1: a centered so. lower grade any day of the week over yep.
0: no 3
1: 3 to 4 is like the perfect grade um, cuz you can usually 3 or 4 you can usually get away with minimal creasing or something without a crease in it. I think that's like kind of what takes away from the card a little bit. Um, sure. but if you could find something centered the the I it's just, there's so many that are not centered. Like people think it's bad, like, with, like the new stuff now. And you just go look at like vintage cards and look how many miscut cards are graded and, and, uh, you know, just absolutely like brutal centering on, on most of these. So, uh, but yeah, anything else, uh, for today, Jake, or
0: I don't think so. I think that's basically it. Yeah. We covered everything.
1: All right, cool so we'll uh we'll be back uh next week with with another episode and we appreciate you guys listening so we'll we'll catch you guys next week
0: thanks guys